Hey guys, welcome back to uh, not the take. I almost said the, the take uh, Philly Insider podcast. We've rebranded our image and our name. Um, we just decided to, you know, change it up a little bit. Uh, we weren't too set on the take. And um, yeah. and uh, we are, we're back. It's been a little bit since we've talked about at least our overall NFL predictions. And so that's what we're going to we're do here today is we're going to just give you a whole season summary, awards, hot takes, predictions, and then run through the playoffs too. Um, Hunter and I here. Um, make sure to subscribe, hit that notification, because as the NFL season is kicking off tomorrow, hopefully this gets up tonight, um, we'll have a lot of new content for, coming for you guys. So we're going to go division by division. Um, obviously, this is last year's um, uh, record, so we're just using it as a, as a template, and we're going to tell you, you know, how we think each team is going to do in the division. Then we'll move into the playoffs, awards, stuff like that. Um, so let's start right off with the AFC East, which – after Tom Brady leaving, it it looks like it could be opening up. Um, I'm I'm I'll start off um, with saying I have not the Patriots coming in first. I have the Buffalo Bills coming in first with a record of 12 and four. Now that's their a very high ceiling for them. But I think um, Josh Allen he's coming in and uh, he's more experienced. Um, Devin Singletary, another powerful um, running back. They just got Stephon Diggs pairing with John Brown and Cole Beasley. Strong offense now, and that was something they always struggled with. Their defense is always solid, and I think this year it'll just continue to be uh, on top. Um, and so the Bills will be taking this conference – or this division, excuse me. And second, I have the Patriots declining down to about an 8-8 eight and eight record. Um, and I'm not too sold on Cam Newton. Um, he, I mean, he's been out of the, you know, the game for a little bit, and – coming into the Patriots offense, you know, I know Bill Belichick will be able to get him moving, but they just don't have that many weapons to me. I mean, they have uh, Jules, you know, they have James White, but I just think they're going to regress, regress this year and their defense will really be the ones carrying them um, into the, you know, whatever the eight and eight it is. Um, and then, and then coming in third, I have the Dolphins going five and 11. I just, I mean, people always compare that the Dolphins are rebuilding better than other teams, but they just have mediocre weapons. They have, Devontae Parker, who, don't get me wrong, he's good, but he can't carry the whole team. The running back, I think it's Jordan Howard, right? I think he's uh, running back for the and Dolphins. Matt Breida, and Matt Breida, too. Yeah, that, that's not a bad duo, but I just don't know if I trust Fitzpatrick or uh, Tua to be able to carry. I don't even know if Tua is going to start or play or when he will. Um, and then, of course, coming in fourth place is the New York Jets um, at 1-15. I don't really see them doing much. 1-15 is a little low, but just the games that they have to play, it's really not – it's really not that 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 um that easy of a schedule. I think they're playing like I don't know what it is. They're they're playing like nine teams that, that are going to be above 500 last year, and and they just don't look solid. They, their their defense struggled after they lost Jamal, and um, Sam Darnold's a, an iffy guy. Uh, Hunter, what do you got? So I actually mine's mine's like almost identical to yours, like except for like a game or two. Um, my Patriots mm -hmm. one is the biggest different one. So my first, I have the Bills coming in first at 11 and five. I, I think they could go 12 and four, honestly, man. Like there's a couple games in there where I'm like, they could definitely win here. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I really like the Bills. Like you said, I mean, single parity. I mean, he learned in Sanjay's words, the Yoda of running backs, Frank Ward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, and like John Brown put up a thousand yards and he's not mm -hmm. even really a number one receiver. So him, him now moving to that number two spot and having, you know, Diggs, I think is really good. I'm not like a huge fan of Diggs, but like he's what they mm -hmm. need. Um, yeah. I, you know, Josh Allen, I think like with just running the ball and having a few more weapons, you know, he's not the most accurate, obviously, but I feel like they can do a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. And then 
you know, the defense, like you said, is just awesome. Um, I, I love watching them play. They have a lot of studs out there, especially the secondary. And then second, I also have the Patriots. I have them at 10 and 6, so I have them a little bit higher. Um, I just have a tough time betting against Bill Belichick. That's pretty much my yeah. expectation because, like, I know they have a ton of guys opting out and everything, so it's like it's hard for me to justify it other than the fact that I just really trust Bill Belichick. And I think um, the one receiver they have, Enkeel Harry, I think, you know, is a question mark. I, I, I personally think he could have a breakout year, but I don't want to say that yet just because um, it's hard to tell from the film he, he had last year. And then third, I have the Dolphins. I have them going 6-10, and 10, so only one game different from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good offseason, very good, but they still have a few holes. And obviously, yeah. the biggest hole is the quarterback position, which I'm not saying who can't fill. I think he will fill it, but mm-hmm. um, it's also he's not going to start the year. And Fitzmagic, maybe he'll pull out a few games out of his hat like you <laughs> Um, You know, two is going to be starting later. And I think they still have a little bit of ways to go before they're ready yet. And then last, I mean, the Jets, I have them at 2 and 14. Look, I, I, I like Sam Darnold, too. Like, I think he could be good, but, mm-hmm. like, they just have no one there anymore. I mean, Le'Veon's not going to have any room to work. I think Denzel Mimmon mm-hmm. lost, honestly. And, you know, you said Jamal Adams leaving was a huge – I mean, their defense does have a few good players going wrong. Like, Marcus May and Bradley McDougal are solid safety. But, like, they have no star power. You know, obviously, with the nature of the NFL, there's a chance they don't go 2-14. But their schedule, man, is so tough this year. I mean, I, would, yes. I think they're a year throughout from – Maybe even more from competing. So that's mine. Mine's pretty pretty much the same as yours, except the Patriots one. Yeah. So. Yeah, and um, moving into oh, this is going to be a fun topic. Uh, the <laughs> AFC North. Um, Ian fans don't get offended by um, whatever happens here. I'm going to let Hunter start this one off. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts before I go into mine because I think they'll be very different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm. I'll be honest. Like, there's a lot of games in this division for, for these teams where I'm like, I could go either way on them. So I won't be surprised if my standings are completely different than, than what they end up actually being, obviously. So mm-hmm. um, I just want to preface that before I say my standings. So I'm not like, this is not a division I'm completely confident in predicting. So first I have the Ravens. I, I you know, I'm not saying they're going to be like winning the Super Bowl or anything. I, I still think, I think that playoff barrier is real for them. I think you know, they, they've found ways to get shut down in the playoffs. But I still think in the regular season, they're so dominant. And their schedule is pretty light this year, too. <laughs> you know, when you have a team that's that dominant and they're going up against some of these teams. So I've been going 13-3. and three. You know, I Lamar, even though he, he can't throw the ball – well, he did throw the ball very well last year. But like, I don't think he can throw the ball down the field very well. I think, you know, obviously there's film of him doing that. Not consistently, though. I think, you know, he – I think he's still going to have a great year. The scheme's built around his specific strengths. So, I and the defense is just amazing, in my opinion. So, I, I mean, the Ravens are just an all-around great team. They're going to be contenders for the next few years. And then, yeah, second, I do have the Cleveland Browns, which I know you won't be happy about. But um, I just uh, – <laughs> I I really like I'm, – I'm going out on the limb here, and, and I'm going to say that Kevin Stefanski can get this talent to work together because if he can't, I, I – uh, the Browns might have to rebuild again, which is not going to be pretty. So that's why I just think um, if anyone's going to be the answer, I think it needs to be Stefanski because there's no excuse for having no success with that talent. So I just think they, they're in a year where they have to have success. Uh, and then I have the Steelers at nine and seven. I really like the Steelers, but, you know, Big Ben coming off that surgery is concerning because of elbow surgery. I think their defense is very good. I think, you know, I think the Steelers and Browns could probably flip-flop either way. I, I think this middle division could, could go any which way. 
Um, mm -hmm. I could see the Steelers doing better than that. I could see them doing worse than that. Same with the Browns. And then the Bengals, I have them at 5-11 and 11 this year improving. I just think, you know, they still have some holes, but I think Joe Burrow's going to pull some games out at the end of the year. And so, like, you know, this is why I was the number one pick. And I think, you know, they locked up Nixon and, you know, they, they're a little more healthier than they have been in recent years. I think if they get a few more guys next year, maybe we'll see them compete for a wild card spot. Yeah, I uh, I did not have the same, uh, <laughs> um, but um, I will explain it and just be warned, this is biased and you'll understand who it's biased by based off of these uh, predictions. In first place, I think it's really a no-brainer. You can't bet against the Ravens. I have them going 14-2. and two. Um, The Ravens, they lost some minor. They lost Hayden Hurst at a uh, tight end, but they still have Mark Andrews. Um, they have an insane – and not only did they keep – you know, they, they, they traded their second best tight end, and he's still like well, – he's going to start for – I think it was the Falcons he went to. Yeah. Um, and so he's still going to start. Like, the, the, the fact that they had that much depth, and they just added more depth in this draft with J.K. Dobbins – and Devin DuVernay, they need wide receivers. That's going to be a tough thing. But, I mean, you look at the Patriots when they were in their prime, they just needed Gronk. They didn't really need, you know, <laughs> Endelman or, or uh, Danny Amendola. It was really just Gronk, and they have that in markers. You know, 10-yard checkdowns. I don't think, uh, you know, uh, Lamar can throw anything f farther than 30 yards. But, no, I'm just – And anyway, um, and they got <laughs> Cleus Campbell serving that defense, and I think they're going to do really well in the in – the, um, in the regular season, you know, they have a pretty easy schedule. My second place is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers going 11 and five. And now that's a, that's a steep, you know, steep record, but you know, think about I it. Like they, they, I do too. I think um, I'll get into my hot takes later, but I think that yeah. their defense will be insane this year. They added some, they re-signed, they added, a lot of people forget that they uh, picked up Eric Ebron and he's really oh, good in the red yeah. zone. Um, and so that'll just help them tremendously in that, uh, in that aspect um, and they also got Chase Claypool, who will just add to that amazing wide receiver core that I think has been underrated and also overrated. I think Juju has been a little overrated, but a lot of people, um, uh, I'm blanking, James Washington, you know, he'll be he'll be looking good. And Juju was injured. And they had Devin Hodges, you know, Mason Rudolph as their quarterbacks. Yeah, and uh, the one thing I know about, yeah, and I mean, I'm, both of them are, aren't good. And I think even an injured Ben will be better than both of them. Yeah. And you got to think Ben's been through a lot, and I think he'll be able to perform at least – decently this year I don't know if that means throwing you know a, a touchdown and an interception you know one for one which would be terrible but I think he'll put up a lot of yards he'll get he'll you know make the, the team um, play well now comes into the fun part in the <laughs> third seed I have the Cincinnati Bengals going eight <laughs> and eight I know everybody's freaking out here I think this is probably their highest they will go this year I think they can definitely go lower um, I, I, some of the games I picked, they definitely swung. Uh, for instance, the Colts and the Bengals game, uh, I picked the Bengals when people are like, oh, the Colts, what? But um, the, I, I did my research. I, put, uh, I was going to post an article on it, but uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Good article. It comes down, yeah, you have to, you have to um, just look at the matchups that they have. And uh, the Bengals, I think, look at this first week win against the Chargers, and that'll just with their uh, their season they added dj reader von bell trey waynes mckenzie alexander they really added a lot of um depth that nobody realized nobody cared about they're also getting back first round pick jonah williams and i don't think that'll immediately fix the uh the o-line but joe burrow doesn't need an insane pocket he can he can play outside the pocket uh he's a lot like patrick mahomes you know on the move you know he can throw he can make throws you know and I think Jenna Williams will be able to just protect his backside, and that's the important thing. You got an insane wide receiver core with AJ Green coming back, Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, John Ross, and so you can't go wrong with that. 
Oh, and they just re-signed. Yeah, yeah. And then they look. I think, in my opinion, that's the best wide receiver core in the in the, in the division. Um, and then you got Joe Mixon. You can't go wrong with him. He's he's amazing. Um, and their defense is a little holy, and that's why I don't think they'll be having a winning record or making the playoffs. And then comes the Browns in fourth at yes. seven and nine. Now I am a Browns disliker, um, but I have my reasons. Baker Mayfield. Everybody talks about Baker Mayfield and the changes he's making this year. He made changes last year, or he claimed he did, and they did worse. So I don't care what he says on social media, what commercials he makes, what Colin Coward says, because that guy does not know what he's talking about with Baker Mayfield. I was just watching the other day, and he was just talking about Joe Burrow, how good he's going to be after smack talking in the last six months, once Joe Burrow starts showing he's going to be good. So I don't care what the media says about Baker. I don't care what Baker says about Baker. He can talk the talk, but he cannot walk the walk. And this, that's the story of the Browns. They look great on paper, but they don't look great um, in, in play. And, and people say, oh, Baker, you know, he had um, – Freddie Kitchens as his quarterback. I'm like, Freddie Kitchens didn't make him throw 21 interceptions. Freddie Kitchens didn't make the, the offense disjumble. That was Baker Mayfield's fault. He's not a play caller. He frankly has horrible decision making. You watch a you watch a um, NFL video of Peyton Manning analyzing Patrick Mahomes' play style and playmaking versus Baker Mayfield's. And Baker is just not thinking straight. He's not thinking right. And so I just don't think the Browns will do well. I don't think Kevin Stefanski will make them much better. They're still improving from last year, but with the, with the difficulty of their schedule, a lot of games could be flipped. So you could see them going above 500. But, uh, I, you know, I just got to keep my uh, unbiased opinion. I'm just kidding. Um, no. So that's the uh, AFC North. We got that out of the way. Um, we can move on to the AFC South. I'll start this one off. Now, the AFC South, I think, is going to be an exciting one. Um, I think this is the most open division. Um, but for me, I have the Texans winning this one, uh, going 11-5. and five. I think that's a little high. I think they'll look more at 10-6. and six. But um, the Texans, you know, they um, – they lost D-Hop, you know, that's – they got David Johnson, not a worth trade, but they still have a good wide receiver core. And last last night's – uh, not last night's game, Thursday night's game, you can't really judge them off that based off of playing the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, they certainly fought at the end, but um, I think that Deshaun will rally the troops. David Johnson looked good. Um, their wide receiver core was a little iffy, tight end. But I think that their defense is still there. You can't really have a defense against the Chiefs. They still held them to a lot, you know, a, a lot less points than normal people do against the Chiefs. Um, so I have them going 11 and five, uh, winning the division. Uh, coming in second, I got the Indianapolis Colts, um, who I think had one of the best off seasons in the league. You know, I mean, they picked up some amazing players, and and um, and I think that they have a lot of promise. Um, I, again, I think they could swap with the Texans here. Um, very close. Um, they're both, you know, promising teams. They picked up DeForest Buckner, Philip Rivers, drafted Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor. They have Marilyn Mack. You know, they have a lot of people. Even Xavier Rhodes. Now, he's kind of, you know, you don't know what you're going to get with him. But that's still, you know, pretty good. Um, I think they – that Philip Rivers, you know, he always performs pretty well in the regular season. So, I think they can get, you know, 10 wins out of this one. Not too over to schedule. Uh, then in the third, uh, I got the Titans going 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, I could see them going 9-7, and seven, maybe squeaking into the playoffs. Um but I don't – I just think that, that with the Colts improving, I don't think that they can, you know, uh, crush it in the division as they did last year, you know, splitting with the Colts or uh, something like that. So I think that um, they'll go 8-8. Eight eight. I mean, they still have Derrick Henry, still have Ryan Tannehill, but, you know, they need a, they, they need a defense and they didn't really improve much of that in the offseason. And then comes um, the new Bengals, I like to call them, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think are just giving up at this point. I don't know. They they get rid of Khalees Campbell for nothing. They get rid of A.J. Boye. They get rid of Marquise Lee. So what does that leave you? Uh, D.D. Westbrook, Gardner Minshew, 
Oh, and they got rid of Leonard Fournette, right. So um, you got Chris Thompson, you know, as your running back. So I think they're just giving up at this point. I have them going 1-15. I could see them squeaking out a one, one or two wins, you know, in the division. But I still think they're going to finish with 10-plus losses and one of the worst um, one of the worst records in the in the league. What about you, Honor? Yeah, mine, mine's, like, pretty similar to yours. It's not my <laughs> So I have um, – well, especially the last one. <laughs> So for the for first, I have the Colts just because I think I you know Philip Rivers obviously didn't have like a great season last year, but he's going from like one of the the worst O lines in the league to one of the very best, and then right. you know led by Quentin Nelson, and then you have you know at receiver you have T Y Hilton, you added Michael Pittman who I I really like a lot, and then um, Paris Campbell was their second round pick in 2019, and he got injured for most of last year. And he's coming back, and he's probably going to play a lot in the slot. I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's going to have a really good year. And and then at running back, you've got um, you know Jonathan Taylor, who is kind of that under center guy. Marlon Mack can run out of shotgun a lot. Naheem Hines is like a good passing threat. And um, and the, the Michael Harris, who we uh, we interviewed a long time back, you and me did. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think their defense has a few few concerns. I like Malik Hooker in the secondary. Um, there's a guy, Rocky Sten, who's from Temple, so obviously I'm biased, but uh, he's a right, mm-hmm. really good athlete. He plays corner, and obviously DeForest Buckner, like you said, and Darius Leonard. Too. So, you know, overall, they even though they have some weaknesses on defense, they have a lot of stars, too. So I, I like them this year. And then um, second, I have a tie. So I have the Titans and the Texans both going 9-7. I think the Texans will be probably the better of those two, just because while I like the Titans, some of the Titans' defensive players, I think, you know, losing Logan Ryan hurts because he did a lot of things for them. I think teams are probably going to try to key in on Derrick Henry and make Tannehill throw. He didn't – for when Tannehill did throw, he made all the throws. And, I, you know, I have NFL game pass now, so I watched, like, a, a film analysis that he did with Kurt Warner and Brian Baldinger, and I really liked what I saw. He's a great guy. But I, I don't know if he, he's a guy, like, if he's forced to throw, if he can carry that team. And then the Texans, like, I – um, their offense, I'm actually, like, not too concerned about. Like, Deshaun Watson, I watched as well since I bought Game Pass. I watched him, his film analysis he did as well. Man, is he knowledgeable. I mean, he, he's a great guy. I love him a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the offense will do well. You know, I think, I think even though they, like, kind of got shut down, I think they weren't on the field much because the Chiefs were taking up so much of the clock. Yeah. Coming away at the Texans defense. That's the thing I'm concerned about is the Texans secondary. And, like, J.J. Yeah. Watt, love the guy, but, you know, he's been injured a good amount of times now. Um, mm-hmm. I think the secondary really concerns me for the secondary. The, the Texans. Yeah. Then last, the Jaguars. I mean, it's sad because, like, it's like kind of like the Jets. Like, I like their quarterback. Like, Gardner Minshew was very good for what he had around him last year. But they took, like, everything away from him this year. He All he has is D.J. Shark and um, and D.D. Westbrook, like you said. Like, I don't even think Chris Thompson – I think he might have opted out or something, too. Or he might not be playing week one. Because um, I think they have like the Vino Zigbo and, and Reichball Armstead. I love Armstead. Right. Couple running back, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's not saying much. I mean, um, I'm biased with that. The, the defense, obviously, you know, since that IFC Championship, they've taken away everything from it pretty much. I mean, um, I think you know they just traded away Yannick and Gakwe too. There's, uh, yeah, it, they're just, it's clear they're, they're, they're not going for for much this year. So I have a tough time. I have a tough time. Mm-hmm. So two and fourteen for them. Yeah, that's rough. And then you get the West, which I think is an interesting one. Um, some recent things caused me to change and move around my predictions. Um, uh, Hunter, I'll let you start off with this one now. Okay. So I got. I, I think you know 
just from what we saw from the Chiefs the other night. I mean, mm-hmm. they added in Clyde Edwards Hilaire now, and, and I, I mean, I liked them a lot at LSU, but I didn't expect them to do that well. Yeah, yeah. I have them going thirteen and three. I have a tough time seeing them not not winning a lot of their games this year. I mean, that off like their defense is their defense is so rested when they come on the field because the offense just puts up so many points and has you know um, uh, their offense is just masterful. Andy Reid literally had a whole fully fogged mask and still made the best play calls in the world. <laughs> that was funny to watch. <laughs> that was great. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the Broncos, I, ha- I do have them still second, but um, kind of like you said, like the, um, the Von Miller injury is big for me and Cortland Sutton's going to miss at least a few games. It sounds like mm-hmm. it's going to hurt them. KJ Hamler, I think isn't going to start the season as well. They still have a few holes other than that too. So I originally had them doing a little bit better, but I have them going eight and eight now, missing the playoffs. I, I really think that Von Miller um, injury is just is going to hurt a lot, you know. And Bradley Chubb coming off a torn ACL, who knows how, how he's going to return. And then third, I have the Chargers at five and eleven. I like Tyrod a lot, but I mean, other than him and Austin Eckler, and um, you know, obviously the receiving core is pretty nice, but like losing Derwin James really hurts. They have like some, they have, they do have a good star power, but I think they're going to start Justin Herbert at some point in the year. And I, I don't think they have enough to, to really compete with some of the teams on their schedule. So five and 11 for them. And then last I have the Raiders at four and 12, which I do like the Raiders. I think they have some, I think, you know, Henry Ruggs probably wasn't like, obviously wasn't the best receiver. Might not have been the right pick, but it's a very Gruden type of pick. And, you know, he is a very, like, Tyreek Hill type of guy, and that's huge for an offense. I mean, it opens up so many more opportunities for the rest of the team. But I just think they, they're so young on defense. They're Even the guys I like on offense, they're young too. I like Derek Carr. I mean, the man had a 70% completion percentage last year. You know, there's debate as to where he ranks. Regardless of where he ranks, I think he's, like, he can do a decent job. But I don't think all the pieces are there, and I don't like John Green that much. So I have him at four and fall, unfortunately. But I think – I think like this division within a couple of years is going to be really nice. Like they're going to really improve. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's going to be an obvious top dog for a while, and that's the Chiefs. Yeah. I have them again then first going for 14 and 12. I think there are two 14 and two. Excuse me. I think there's a few games that they could flop, but I really just don't see them losing many other games. They um they just look dominant on both sides of the field, chewing up the clock. Their offense is insane. Their defense can you know keep keep them in the game or keep them ahead. Um, and you, like you said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is just, you know, an amazing addition. Um, you know, the, even the Cheetah didn't even do much last game. Like, he didn't need to. You know, Sammy Watkins stepped up and that other guy, I forget his name. But – and Travis Kelsey, of course, you know. Um, so, I think the Chiefs are going to be on top for a while. Um, yeah, and second, I have the Broncos as well going 9-7. and seven. Um, I think these injuries will kind of hit them early and it will be a slow start especially for Drew Locke, you know, this is the year he has to prove if he's going to be a, uh, you know, a, a quarterback that's, you know, a franchise quarterback or kind of just like a flop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, they play the Chiefs twice a year, so it's kind of tough to um, do that. They did add, you know, they did add Melvin Gordon. I think he was overpaid, especially since you have Philip Lindsay, but that's still a nice duo in the, in the backfield, and you really can't argue with that. Um, they lost some, you know, old veterans like uh, Chris Harris, you know, but they but they got um, AJ Boyer, who's okay. You know, they drafted Jerry Judy, is going to be insane. Great pair with Cortland Sutton and and, and uh, Sutton, excuse me, and uh, KJ Hamler. But you know, with them injured, I think it'll be a slow start. Um, I still see them doing pretty well. Their defense is, you know, at least 
decent and their offense is decent too. So I think nine and seven, eight and eight, 10 and six, you know, something like that. Um, in third, I have the Raiders. Um, I looked at their offseason moves and they kind of just took a bunch of average players that everybody else dropped and added them to their team. Yeah. Uh, of course they have, you know, the, the best wide receiver in the world, Nelson Aguilar. So that's already <laughs> going to have them, you know, winning many games. Um, but, you know, they got Corey, uh, Corey Littleton. Uh, that was a nice yeah. pickup. Uh, Marcus Mariota, not that that's going to change anything. I think Derek Carr is going to stay the man there. Um, Henry Ruggs will be a nice, you know, uh, addition. Damian Arnett, you know, another great, um, you know, rookie that I'm going to like to see. Um, and so I think that they are going to go uh, uh, six and ten. I think that um, I think that they're going to win some games. They're going to lose some other games. Division games they might win. Um, but you know, they're 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 in a, in a weird phase where they're not rebuilding, but they're not tanking either. You know, they have some talent. I think they were trying to grasp back at the the, De the Derek Carr, you know, uh, era where they, you know almost won the division and they actually made it to the playoffs and stuff. So I think they're, they're stuck in that. And then you got the Chargers. I haven't gone four and 12. I think this is their rebuild year. They, uh, Tyrod Taylor. I like Tyrod Taylor. I just don't see him doing too much with their, with their team. Their defense took some hits. Um, uh, uh, what's his face? Oh boy. I'm blanking. Uh, Doran James. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, they have one of the, uh, the Bosa brothers, Joey, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he can carry the whole team. And, um, Marvin Ingram's pretty good too, but their offense is just, I don't, I don't trust Tyrod Taylor. Um, Austin Eckler looks pretty good, you know, but I don't think he pairs well with uh, Tyrod Taylor. You know, he, him being more of like a drop back, you know, quick, you know, quick toss receiver or a, a rusher and, you know, uh, Tyrod being, you know, a dual threat quarterback. I think that won't be too well. I hope when Justin Herbert comes, you know, they, he starts to, um, you know, just fit into the system well, but I think it'll be a hard, uh, hard start for them. So I don't see them doing too, too hot. Um, so let's move on to the NFC. Uh, let's start off with the East. I'll start off with this one because I think um, much like Hunter's AFC North, my NFC East will be much different than his. Um, so um, Hunter, do not get mad at me. Um, this is just that it's not the same thing because um, I know you're an Eagles fan and most of our fans are Eagles fans and I kind of want to show a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah. So the first seat I have the Dallas Cowboys going nine and seven. Um, and I think, you know, just like the Browns of last year, everybody's hopping on the bandwagon. They look great on paper. Um, they, they had a really good offseason. You can't lie about that. Gerald McCoy, um, was it Byron Jones, I think, is who they picked up? No, they lost. Um, oh, they lost Jones. And they, who they McCoy, picked uh, up? Got hurt. They picked up. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they filled the gap. I, have to, I, I should have written it down. But um, they also got – I mean, they have Zeke. They have Amari Cooper. Um, um, they picked up C.D. Lamb in the draft, which was a steal, and it hurts Eagles fans to this day. Um, and Dak, I mean, Dak, you don't know what he's going to get, but don't fret if Dak's injured or quits. You got Andy Dalton, and he can get you – he's the most average QB in the league, and I think with those weapons and that offensive line, he can certainly do something. Both of them, I think, can. So I think the QB position isn't, like, that big of a problem. I think it'll be an average performance, but I think what will give them a 9-7 and seven record rather than an 8-8 eight and eight is just their improvement on the defense um, – I don't know how I feel about the quarter, uh, the, the coaching. I mean, first-year coaches always kind of, you know, uh, struggle or it takes them a while. But I think that either their sheer willpower and their, you know, beginner's luck will get them over the hump or they'll kind of just collapse from the beginning. So I think the Cowboys are either a 9-7 and seven team or like a 6-10 and 10 team. Uh, in second, I have the Eagles going 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, I think that you could swap with the Cowboys and Eagles. That's how this division is going to be and it has been for a while. Um, doesn't take much to win this division, 
but I think that the Eagles and Cowboys are always battling it out. They usually go one for one in the season against each other. Um, the Eagles, you know, Jalen Rieger's looking healthy. He's back, so that's good. Um, and unfortunately, you know, other people, Alshon Jeffrey's still out. They took some injuries in the preseason, and um, and um, Carson, you know, there's always that question, oh, injury prone or not. But regardless of if he's injury prone or not, he's still, you know, he's going to have to connect with his wide receivers. Um, I think Miles Sanders is actually out for the first game. Not that it matters because they're playing the red uh, – Tails, <laughs> uh, football. the Washington football team. Yeah, um, the Washington, they're playing them, so I think that'll be an easy win. But I think it'll be a battle for them to stay in the playoff position and stay in the division. In uh, third place, I got the Giants going 4-12. and 12. Um, I, don't see that, that's, I don't see the Giants doing much better. Daniel Jones, his, 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 his fundamentals are bad. Um, he needs to work on those a lot. He's just an okay quarterback. Um, I don't know. They got Andrew Thomas, which I think was one of the worst – offensive tackle uh, you could draft in the first round. They had a lot of better options. I think it'll still be an improvement maybe for Saquon, but Saquon can't carry the whole team as we've seen year and year. Um, he's still a great running back, but their defense is still non-existent. Their O-line is still trash. The wide receivers are washed up. I, I don't see them doing well this year. And then coming in fourth is the Washington football team going two and 14. Um, I, I really, I really want to see Alex Smith succeed. I love the guy, amazing story fighting back. But I just don't see him doing that with the no team around. When Terry McLaurin is your leading, not even wide receiver star, but your only weapon on offense, that's going to be tough. I mean, they got rid of a, uh, Adrian Peterson. Um, they're making room for really no one, you know. It's like <laughs> they, they, you got nothing going on. And Chase Young won't change the team. Um, like, he won't make a big impact. He'll, he'll, he'll get some sacks, but a sack doesn't win you a game, you know. Not enough to change a whole culture. Um, on defense and especially on a defensive end position. So I think it'll be tough for them. I think they can definitely rebuild and, and look bright in the future. Dwayne Haskins, I don't think he's good. Um, I honestly take Alex many day. Um, but uh, yeah, Hunter, what do you got? Well, first, let me, uh, let me pull, a little, <laughs> pull a little Ian at the, the chair. <laughs> the chair. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But obviously mm -hmm. I'm biased because I have, a, you know, an Eagles jersey on right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, mine's not like, mine's not drastically different though. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, I have the Eagles at 11 and 5 because I'm an Eagles fan. But mm -hmm. um, I recognize they have a very difficult schedule this year, especially compared to the rest of the division. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just putting faith in, in, you know, the fact that they're the only team in the division that doesn't have a new coach. I think that's big. And, um, you know, this is the continuity of the scheme. Um, I really like Jalen Rager. I think that it's going to look a lot like when Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin were, were playing together back in the day. I'm excited for that. You know, they have one of the best tight end duos in the league. Um, the O-line has a few injuries already, though, so that's going to be concerning, especially with, you know, Carson's injury history, which is, you know, another, again, another conversation for another time that I'm not going to go on a rant about. But, um, you know, Sanders, I think um, once he's healthy, I think he could really take a step up this year. I'm excited for him. He's a big reason why I think the Eagles could uh, maybe surprise some people. And then, you know, they fixed the secondary a little bit. Darius Slay is the number one corner they needed, in my opinion. I haven't had one in a long, long time. And, you know, um, obviously they got Mikel Roby Coleman too, who's one of the better slot corners in the league. But again, they have a difficult schedule and I recognize I'm biased on that. And then second, I had the Cowboys at nine and seven as well. I just think with switching to a new coach, they're switching the their base defense from four, three to three, four on, on, on the front seven, which I don't know if their front seven is built for that. I feel like they've just played the same way for, all these years and switching that up isn't really the best idea. 
but you know, new coaching staff on offense. It's still Kellen Morris, the offensive coordinator, I believe. So, I mean, it's kind of going to be similar to what it, what it's been. I, I, you know, I like, I like the offense. I just think in my opinion, Dak is the only thing holding him back because all his points come or all his, all his big, not, you know, everyone's like, Oh, he almost passed for 5,000 yards, blah, blah. Like, well, yeah, of course, when you're down by 20 points, yeah, you're going to pass the ball like <laughs> 40, yeah. 40, 50 times a game, you know, and, you know, he does it against very, very low level competition. And a lot of the times, even when he completes passes, it's inaccurate because he could be leading his receiver downfield and getting more yards after catch and probably helping his team score more touchdowns rather than settling mm-hmm. for field goals all the time. So I, you know, I have a tough time seeing the Cowboys kind of get over, getting over that hump. I think Mike McCarthy was a bit higher. You know, obviously we're going to see whether that pans out with time. And the secondary is a big concern for me because if, if they can't really get pressure with the front seven, start to have injuries and stuff, I, I don't, you know, I don't think there's much, much in that secondary to be hopeful for, except maybe Xavier Woods. But third, I have the Giants as well. I think they're moving in the right direction. I have them at five and 11. Uh, you know, I think their secondary is young, but has a lot of bright spots. Um, Daniel Jones, I, I'm a little more hopeful for him than most. I will not, I can't say hopeful because he's a rival, but um, I, I think he has a bright future. You know, he's basically an Eli Manning clone. I, sometimes I forget that uh, they're in that Eli's not in the pocket, but um, yeah, uh, <laughs> line was a little bit improved this year. I think they got a few new pieces and um the defense has a lot of young guys on – well, I already talked about the secondary, but the front seven has a couple guys they're putting in there, younger guys to see if they can step up. They think they have a lot of depth on the front seven. But, you know, I think they are I think they still need a little bit of time. You know, the, there, there's a whole new coach, new culture to get adjusted to. And Joe Judge's training camp sounded very interesting. We'll talk about that another time. But, um, I mean, he had guys running laps and stuff, which is not something that NFL players mm-hmm. do. That's more of a high school thing, but yeah, I think I think they're, I think they could go seven and nine, maybe. I think they could split with the Eagles, even possibly, but I think they're still out of out of reach of the playoffs right now. And then the Washington Football Team, two and fourteen. Look, like I've said this before, and I know some people like get frustrated that like I'm not saying that I don't think Dwayne Haskins can have a good year. I'm not saying that, but like I just I'm just telling it how it is. I know it's only one year of film, and that he didn't play much last year. But the film that was on on that we did that we do have was very very bad, and there's a lot to correct in one off season. I'm not saying he can't do that. He lost weight, you know. He he looks like he's going to be better, but that's really tough. Some of the things that he struggled with, I mean, receivers right in front of him that he doesn't even notice, like right right there, guys guys who are wide open who he's just missing throws to. I mean, simple stuff like that. Um, and I think that's going to be tough. I, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that he can't improve this year. I'm just saying it's it's going to take time if they stick with him. And, you know, obviously you said it. Terry McLaurin's pretty much the only weapon on the offense. I like Antonio Gibson. They drafted him. I think he's going to play a lot of receiver and running back. But, yeah, that's not going to save the team. Um, Bryce Love, if he can stay healthy, could be a good running back. I think all their running backs can be used in different ways. But, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to save the team again. They have a tough schedule. The offensive line, the left side of the offensive line specifically, terrible. I mean, teams are just going to attack that. The front seven in Washington, very, very good. That's their biggest strength. That could win you. Yeah. I mean, winning in the trenches is big, but you know, uh, would I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of quick. Even if they get pressure, there's going to be a lot of 
a lot of quick passes attacking the corners. That's what the Giants did to the Eagles for they still do it. You know, they knew they knew Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby were gonna play ten yards off the receiver. So they just threw quick passes out there and got a few yards. And then once they bit on the quick pass and they went deep and then touchdown. Um, and I think you can do that with the Washington corners. I don't think they're very good. So I the two and fourteen. So that's my that's my NFC East. I, I you know, I know I'm a little bit biased, obviously, because I have a, oh, some hatred for some of these teams. But, yeah, that's my NFC prediction. And, and it's going to be an interesting one. I think that's one yeah. that, that'll that'll be good, a good battle for a while. Uh, then we got the NFC North. And this one, I have another, you know, controversial thing. Not controversial, but just hot takes. Um, I'll start us off. I got the Minnesota Vikings taking the division going 12-4. and four. Um, They go 5-1 and one in the division. That's why they out – Rank the Packers, who also I have going 12 and 4. I think it's a toss up between the two. A lot of people are skeptical of the Vikings after losing, losing Kevin Spansky at offensive coordinator, but I think they made one of the best uh, replacements with Gary Kubelik, which he was kind of like the originator of like the Andy Reid system or, you know, how they use Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Now, like he was that person back bef- long before when he had Matt Schaub, you know, like <laughs> he, he was yeah. good um, on the Texans. And I think that he'll definitely help the Vikings. Their, their defense take, take some hits and that's what I'm worried about. Um, but, you know, uh, Mark Zimmer, I think is his name, right? The head coach. Mike Zimmer. Yeah. Mike Zimmer. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a defensive coach, you know, head coach. And so he's going to focus on that. And I think that that's what they need now. He'll need to, you know, just rally the troops. They have not a terrible, you know, um, defense, but they did lose some weapons. You know, um, they lost the two uh, corners to the Bengals. Watch out, you know, Trey Wayne's and the Mackenzie Oxen. And they weren't insane, but, you know, that's still something. Um, their offense is still looking really good. Dalvin Cook just re-signed. Uh, they lost Stephon Diggs, but uh, he was kind of a toxic, you know, just presence to them and just always calling for the ball. Adam D-Line's kind of just the quiet guy that does amazing and he doesn't k- complain. Um, they got Justin Jefferson, so that'll be a nice addition. And I don't know. I just think Kirk Cousins is really. He, you like that? I think. I think he's gonna. Um, I think he's gonna really sh- shine this year. Um, and in second, I have the Packers. You know, they're twelve and four um, as well. I think again, they can. They can win the division. They could also go in second. I just don't trust their defense. Um, I really don't. I think that's the problem. And and they're 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 just their whole front office is just horrible. And I think there was a little bit of. Um, mistrust or uh, hurt with Aaron Rodgers and them drafting Jordan Love so early. And then they draft a running back in the next round. Like those are the two positions that you don't need to replace. Aaron Jones and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers are both going to be with you. He, they needed to get in more weapons than just Devontae Adams. And I think they didn't do that. They need more weapons. And, that, and so their offense has always been the bright spot, but I think it's going to slowly go down if they don't help out Aaron Rodgers with more weapons. Their defense, again, I just don't know what to think. Um, it's old. They don't really have many uh, players that are good. They have Oak, They have the two twins, I think. Um, um, what are their names? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're and they good, but they won't, like, make the defense insane. Uh, and then in third, I've got the Bears, the Bears, going 4-12. Uh, and 12. I just think that this whole QB controversy will really just screw them up just between Trubis, Trash Bisky and Nick Foles. I like Nick Foles. Um, I like some people, you know, Allen Robinson. I think they have some okay talent, but they, they pick up Jimmy Graham and then they sign like three tight ends in the draft. You know, I'm like, what do you, you guys need more than just that? I mean, they're running backs. You got Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery. Both of them aren't insane. You know, they're okay. But I just think this whole QB controversy is going to be rough and their defense is struggling. They still have Cleo Mack, but he can't carry the whole team, and, and, and I think it'll be tough for them. And then in uh, fourth place, they got the Lions going 3-13. and 13. Matt Stafford, I think he's a, he's a good guy, but I just think that 
they don't have any – I don't like their head coach. I forget his name. He's the big-bearded dude. Um, I don't like him. Um, yeah, he just hasn't helped – he hasn't helped them lately. Their defense, they, they picked up um, – oh, my gosh. When am I forgetting who they picked up? The corner, uh, third round three. But I, um, that's it, yeah. And, and, um, and um, I think he may help, but he won't fix the team. Their defense is still nothing there. They have – you know, they got rid of theoretic – um, or they never had them, I don't know. And then, you know, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are a good wide receiver core, but their O-line is pretty bad. You know, running back positions in the air right now with everything. Um, so I just don't see them doing too hot. How about you, Hunter? Yeah, so I have the Packers winning, winning the division at 11-5. and five. You know, even though they didn't get any receivers in the offseason, um, mm -hmm. I can kind of under I, – I mean, obviously, I, I think they probably should have brought them one, but – um, I can kind of understand it because Aaron Rodgers is a guy who really does make his receivers that much better. I mean, we've seen it over the years, guys like Geronimo Allison. Um, Jordy Nelson wasn't really that big of a deal and, until um, he got in the starting lineup. And I think Rodgers is a big part of that, in my opinion. And, you know, even though you know, A.J. Dillon, probably a little early in the second round, but I think it's smart. You know, Aaron Jones, it, running back position has obviously not been the most durable in the league today. And Aaron Jones is great, and you want to you want to keep him fresh. And AJ Dillon's a guy who can spell snaps for him and, and pound the ball up the middle and play bully ball and, and get those extra yards. So I, I do like that pick. Um, Jordan Love, obviously, you know, I think probably three years from now, maybe he'll be ready. I you know, um, it's kind of going to be the same thing they did with Farvin Rogers back in the day. I I think they could have waited. You know, I think whoever they pick, you know, it, it probably is going to be ready being groomed under Rodgers. I think whoever they I, – I think I think you could have had them maybe wait a year, though. I think Aaron Rodgers is still really good, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big year. And the defense, you know, the Smith brothers, I, I'm a big guy on and winning in the trenches and the line and O-line. Um, with the Smith brothers and, and Kenny Clark in the middle, I really like that. They did lose Blake Martinez at linebacker, which is going to hurt. You know, he's going to help the Giants a lot, but – um, you know, I, I think having a good defensive line with, with those three guys will be nice. And Jair Alexander is good in the secondary. Obviously, he's not can't be the whole team, but that's a good that's a good to have like a number number one corner like that. So I have them going eleven and five. And then um, the Vikings, I'm a little more down than than you. I have them at eight and eight. I I think the Kevin Stefanski loss is big, but like you said, they did get Gary Kubiak, who is a really nice really nice replacement for that. He's not he's not a nobody. You know, he, he likes to roll guys out of the pocket a lot. We saw it with the Broncos. And I think Kirk will, will do well under him. You know, even mm -hmm. though they don't have a ton of depth at wide receiver, they run so many two tight end sets that it's not really going to be a big deal because, you know, they run the two tight end sets and then they run the ball and establish run and then they run play action off of that. And then you have Irv Smith, who I think is going to be really good at tight end this year. Kyle Rudolph's a red zone threat. And then obviously Thielen is so good. Um, Justin Jefferson, it's really going to depend on which one they move outside and how well they do. That's the X factor for me. I'm a little bit worried about that because yeah. obviously Jefferson, the big thing with him coming into the draft was that he was just a slot receiver and that he didn't play mm -hmm. enough outside and wasn't good outside. So if they move him outside, we'll see if that's true or not this year. I mean, um, I, I think Thielen could probably do an okay job outside. I, I think he's a very good receiver. I don't think he's just a slot guy. But mm -hmm. I am a little bit concerned about that in the O-line. But, again, they, they cover up the O-line with the tight end sets. Like, they have just extra blocking there. The defense, though, like you said, is concerning. I mean, they lost Everson Griffin. They did get Yannick Ngakwe, which is big. But, like, I think mm -hmm. Al Hunter is out for a little bit to start the season. And then um, they did – you know, their safety duo is still there. Um, Harrison Smith, 
and then they they brought back Antoine Harris, which was big. But you know, like you said, Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander were like solid corners. They're like decent to solid corners, and then they lost both of them. Now you're having Jeff Gladney, who was your late first round pick. Who you know maybe will be really good, but at the same time you're counting on him to do a lot this year. I think, and I think that's just a little, little, little too many weaknesses for me to, to go out on him. But again, like Kirk Cousins, like for some reason every year he he finds a way to have a winning record. So I won't be surprised if they do better than eight and eight. I'm just a little more down on them than those. Third, I have the Bears, the Bears. Uh, <laughs> I I have them at seven and nine. I I'm I'm actually a little more high on Trubisky than most people, mostly because shout out my friend Gabe from Wheaton. Um, he's a big big Trubisky guy because Trubisky threw him his arm sleeve at Bears training camp one time, which oh. is pretty pretty cool. So like yeah. So I mean he always it's kind of like me and Ian with Carson Wentz. Like we always have like a good argument for it. Mm-hmm. You know obviously Carson Wentz isn't the same as Trubisky, but like same. Same thing as a fan favorite player. But um, I think having goals, you know, didn't make much sense from a money standpoint, obviously. And there's a big issue there. I think Bowles could end up starting at some point. But I do think for Mitch, having a guy like Bowles is is basically like having an extra QB coach. So I think that's going to be really beneficial for him. And they added Ted Ginn, who obviously not anyone crazy, but I think just his speed, they can utilize him in the offense. And then the defense is just – Really nice always. I mean, there's a couple guys hurt right now at the beginning of the season. I think Quill Mack and Robert Quinn both might, might not play week one. So that's a little – Yeah. Fun. I mean, especially, you know, you add in a guy like Robert Quinn because Leonard Floyd couldn't do anything last year, and now him and Mack are not healthy. But mm-hmm. I think their defensive scheme is just really nice. They, you know, the Bears are a team that prides themselves on defense, and I think they win a lot of defensive battles. That's how they're going to win – have to win games. And, you know – Trubisky is a guy who, despite how bad he is, for whatever reason, he does well in the fourth quarter. I don't know why. But um, we'll see. I, I I do think Trubisky could maybe surprise some people, but it is a long shot. I'll acknowledge that for sure any day. Um, but then lastly, you know, I have the Lions. I like their offense, and it's a shame. I just don't think they're built to compete yet. I have them at 5-11. and 11. Um, Carryon Johnson and DeAndre Swift should be a good running back duo. I think they both bring something different to the table. Kenny Galladay is one of the better receivers in the league for sure. Um, Marvin Jones, I think, is still there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And um, they have a couple other guys, too. Uh, Matt Stafford's mm-hmm. good. But, I mean, O-line is a concern. Defense, really not much to speak about. Desmond Trufant is older. And, you know, um, they did add Deron Harmon. I like that a lot. But um, it was it was the other – Jeff Okuda. I forgot him. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, He's going to be – Unforgettable, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I really, I really like him a lot, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that is the toughest position to transition into as a rookie, in my opinion, into the NFL. Yeah. So I agree. Not saying he can't. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been guys who have done it really well, but yeah, I, I think the defense is concerning for me. I think Patricia gets a little too fancy sometimes. They they like to do a lot of different things, and they also just they always suffer injuries. That's a big thing with them. It's yeah, like, they're never healthy. So I have a tough time predicting them as well. So it took a little mm-hmm. much, too much time on that one. But, yeah, so not too much different from yours, though. Um, all right, then we got the uh, uh, the NFC South. And I, I changed mine a little bit from what I did in the uh, other video that we talked about, the AFC South. Um, I still have the Saints winning this one. Um, I may be a little high on the Saints. Um, that is something that I can admit. I have them going 13-3. and three. I definitely think I could see them going anywhere from 10-6 and six to 13-3. and three. Um, They – 
they're looking, you know, you know, Drew Brees is aging. Um, you know, Michael Thomas just had a good year. I think Michael Thomas, not he had a good year, but he also showed that he's he's good. Like he got a lot of targets, but he still like caught a lot of them, and he he had a great, you know, he had a great year. Like you can't discount that and say that he, it was just because he got targeted. I think if he didn't get targeted as much, he still put up you know fifteen hundred plus yards, you know. Because he's he's just Michael Thomas. He's one of the best wide receivers, not the best. I won't, we won't get into that. But <laughs> they have a lot of weapons. You know, they have Emmanuel Sanders, Alvin Kamara. Just there was some you know some worry that he'd opt out of the season. Uh, he's playing. He got his big contract. Um, you know, you have tight end Jared Cook, who looks nice. Their defense is still pretty good. I mean, Marshall Lattimore is a little bit overhyped. You know, um, you know it, he's still a decent. You know, I'd say he's an above average. Um, you know, corner. I mean, he gets burned once in a while when he talks too much. Um, <laughs> he does talk some smack, but he's still pretty good. I think that he can um, hold some of the fourth down. Um, they also got. Um, oh man, I'm blanking on it. Um, are they? Are they got Malcolm Jenkins? I know he's older, but I think he still can somewhat fill a little bit of the Von Bell drop. Yeah. I don't think he'll be better, but I think he still can help out there. Uh, and uh, now watch out. They got Jameis Winston, so. <laughs> pretty much already going to win this one, boys. No, but I mean, um, their draft, I didn't like their draft too much. I mean, Cesar Ruiz is good, but they already have a pretty good center. And so I think he'll be moved to guard. And I, I don't like moving offensive linemen because, you know, they, they, they unless it's like, you know, right tackle to left tackle, you know, stuff like that. I don't like it as much just because, you know, it, it's a minor difference, but it's still something you don't want to sacrifice. Um, they got Zach Bohm, you know, linebacker. I think he'll certainly improve there and help out. You know, you've got Cameron Jordan in defensive line. So they're looking strong. I think they'll struggle a bit more in the division with the rise of the Buccaneers, which means me into my second pick, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 11 and 5. I think they can go anywhere from 11 and 5 to 12 and 4 to 6. You know, I just think they'll hit double digits and win this year. Now, I'm not high on Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski. Um, I'm not, that's not why I'm picking them. I don't think. Brady will be insane. I don't think Gronk will do much uh, because they already have, you know, a tight end core um, with O.J. Simpson. No, no. <laughs> not O.J. Simpson, OJ. sorry. O.J. Howard, yes. Um, and Cam wait, is Cameron break on? I think he's anyway, that's not important. O.J. Yeah. Howard is still a good tight end. Um, and and their, their, their team is just breeds offense. You mean, you mean to see that their two wide receivers both recorded, I think, almost 1,500 yards each, um, which is just – Insane to do. Uh, Chris God, uh, Godwin and, and Mike Evans. Mike Evans, I think, is injured this week, uh, but I had them losing this week anyway to the Saints. Yeah. Um, but I still think they'll do well. Um, Tristan Worf's great protection for Brady. Uh, and uh, Antony, I think Antoine Winfield, safety. Yeah. Uh, they also dropped another good pickup. Um, you know, and so I think that um, you, you can't get too overhyped on them, but also, you know, you, you have to admit they have talent. Even on defense, they have talent. Shaquille Barrett. I don't care how you tell me as a one-hit wonder. He still got 20 sacks. Like, or the, he got 19, I think, 19 sacks, 19.5, which is pretty much 20 sacks. Like, that's insane. You know, that's something Aaron Donald didn't do this year. And so um, I think that they have the talent. Their, deep, their offense is going to be insane. I think they'll have a lot of high-scoring games. They'll also allow high, a lot of high-scoring, but I think that'll be enough for them to get a wild-card spot. Um, then coming in at third, I got the Panthers. Um and then the Panthers, you know, they, they I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback. I mean, I like him. He did good with the, the, the Saints, but they're the Saints. So, you know, he's losing a lot of weapons. They have some good weapons here and there. You know, I, I some great weapons in Christian McCaffrey. Like, yeah, insane. They got Eli Apple on defense. He's pretty good. Um, 
and um and they lost they lost eric reed so that's kind of tough you know obviously losing Jerry mccoy as well james bradbury they took a lot of defensive hits they tried to fill a little bit but it just didn't do much uh, robbie anderson will be nice on offense yeah but i just don't see them you know immediately jumping back to where they were dj moore is going to be pretty good um but uh, I don't know, Derek, Derek Brown's not going to immediately make the defense better. I think their offense is just a one-man show, and I don't think that they'll be able to compete with some of the better teams. Um, and then in the fourth position, I got the Falcons. And the Falcons, to me, they tried so hard this offseason to fill the void of who they lost, and they just got the worst version of everything they lost. So they lose hey, uh, Austin Her Hooper and uh, Devontae Freeman. They pick up Todd Gurley and Hayden Hurst, both – downgrades to that position now I'm gonna say this I think Todd Gurley can show people that he's not crippled but I don't think he'll be the same Todd Gurley that he is they lost Vic Beasley uh, they picked up Darquise Denard for the Bengals but he's from the Bengals so he's not going to be good um, their draft was okay AJ Terrell you know that'll certainly help but I just think that they are just down they're just downfalling and they just need to reset uh, Matt Ryan I don't think is going to have really much of another chance you know to win another Super Bowl um, they have a pretty good wide receiver core, you know, Calvin Ridley and um, Julio Jones, but their defense isn't there. Their running game is iffy. Offensive line's iffy. Matt Ryan is good, but he's not going to be insane. He can't carry the team like Patrick Mahomes can. So I just think this will be a downgraded year for them. Yeah, for for my division, not too dissimilar. Um, I have the Saints 13-3 and winning the division. I really trust Sean Payton. I think his scheme is just one of the best in the league. Emmanuel Sanders is a huge pickup. I think he's going to make a big impact even at his age. And the Saints just know how to use practically anyone on offense. I mean, I remember when they, the beatdown they gave us 48-7 a couple years ago um, when they had, like, their fourth-string tight ends. I got so mad that I called into one of the radio stations in Philly and just ranted for <laughs> a good <laughs> hot, hot minute. But, um, you know, that was that, – oh, I hated that they ran up the score on us, but got to respect the team. Not yeah. the like you said, man. Um, I miss I miss him on the field in Philly. He was he pretty much did everything for the Eagles on defense. He made sure everyone was set before the snap. Made sure he was communicating all the adjustments. He's such a key leader in the locker room. He's going to be missed in Philly. He, I think you know, even though Von Bell is younger, Malcolm is definitely going to have more of an impact. Not that Von can't down the road, but um, yeah. And in, in, as of right now, just being a veteran and knowing the NFL. Um, they have Demario Davis at linebacker. I like him a lot. Alvin Kamara, like you said, I mean, the dude's a stud. Um, mm -hmm. Latavius Murray's a good, like, under center back, too. Yeah. So, there's just – so, and then, Martin, again, Marshall Lattimore, great corner. So many – so many, so much star power here. The, the mm -hmm. team on both sides of the ball is really nice. I have a tough time seeing them losing a lot of Yeah. Uh, second, the Buccaneers. I you know, obviously I hate Tom Brady, so I'm a little bit biased. Um, but <laughs> I do have them going nine and seven, just because I'm. I think they are overhyped. While I think they're overhyped, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to do well in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think Brady just makes the right throw pretty much 100 percent of the time. He knows where to go with the ball. Two minute drill. I mean, best in the league in that. Um, I don't know if him and Bruce Arians are the best pairing. That's why I'm a little concerned. And while I do mm -hmm. like, yeah. Shaq Barrett, obviously amazing on defense. Um, Devin White, I think, is going to take a step up. I think Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting are solid corners. But they're all young. I mean, um, outside – well, Shaq Barrett, I'm not concerned about. But um, the other guys I mentioned, um, they're pretty young. So I, I am a little bit – that's why that's why I think there are concerns about their defense. I think their defense is going to get better with time for sure. 
Um, but, you know, obviously Antoine, Antoine Winfield, I'm big on too, but he's got to adjust to the NFL game speed. So, um, yeah, I, I'm obviously on offense though, I just think, I just think they have too many weapons to not, to not make the playoffs and go either nine and seven or 10 and six. I, I think that, I think nine and seven is their four and that's what I have. So, um, mm-hmm. I think, I think they're going to have a solid year, even though I'm, I don't like them at all, <laughs> but, um, and, I'll, and they added Leonard Fournette, too, who's going to just pound the ball up the middle and he's tough to take down. And third, I have the Falcons going 6-10. and 10. It, Here's the thing for me. Like, people are always like, oh, my gosh, the Falcons have so much talent. Like, they have Julio Jones and the Cobb Ridley. Like, yeah, we know. We know they have talent on the team. But Dan Quinn is still the head coach. I, I don't know how this guy hasn't been fired by now. With all that talent on the team, they can't do anything with it. At least mm-hmm. the Browns got rid of the, the coach that couldn't do anything with the talent, and they're doing something new. I mean, Dan Quinn, they, they, he fired pretty much half his assistants last year, and he still kept his job. I mean, I know they're a team who can upset anyone on any week. They, they beat the 49ers yeah. last year, obviously. You know, they're, they're a team that can win any game on any Sunday. They're not consistent at all, though. I mean, Austin Hooper, mm-hmm. Austin Hooper, I think, could be a big loss. I know they played without him last year. They didn't do very well without him. Um, I think yeah. Hayden Hurst is a good young tight end, but you know, and obviously Jones and Ridley, they're going to get there. They're going to do great. But like mm-hmm. you said, like, I, even if, you know, Todd Gurley's playing more of his games inside in a dome this year, obviously, which should help with the arthritis, but that can act up at any time. I mean, it acted up in, in the, at the end of the season against the Saints and the Patriots, which I believe, well, obviously the Saints game was in a dome because they were, in, they were playing in New Orleans. And I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl was in a dome that year too. So, and I know the cold weather is a big impact on it, but even when he hasn't been in cold weather, it's impacted his knee. And he, when he's traveling in that time of year, it's going to impact his knee when he's outside. It's cool. Like that, yeah. I like Todd Gurley a lot. I, I miss his prime, but the arthritis mm-hmm. is really concerning for me. I, I'm worried. Yeah. And then on defense, I mean, Grady Jarrett on the defensive line, Deion Jones, linebacker. And then um, I think they have, I think it's Keanu Neal. And then um, AJ Terrell, who has apparently been looking pretty good in practice. But mm-hmm. outside of that, man, I mean, I, I don't, and Tack McKinley hasn't really been, been worthy of a first round pick. I, I don't see any hope for the defense, to be honest. I mean, there's a few guys who are playmakers, which is helpful, but I, I don't get how people can believe in this team when Dan Quinn is still the head coach. It frustrates right. me. Um, yeah. I, I, he's, he's the Brett Brown of, um, of <laughs> NFL almost, in a way. At least Brett Brown made the playoffs, though. Um, Panthers have them at five and eleven. So even though I had them at a different spot than you did, I mean, pretty similar. Um, I, I, you know, Matt Rule. I followed him for a while because um, I was a Temple. Oh, I am a Temple fan. Um, but he used to coach for Temple and then went to Baylor. His first year is historically awful. Um, I think, you know, I think he's got more to work with in his first year in the NFL than he did in other other places. Um, but yeah, like Teddy Bridgewater. Um, They've got Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey to throw to, and and as weapons, I mean that's a great that's a great pair of weapons right there. But you know, the offensive line is kind of iffy. They're not really anything anything special, um, and and Bridgewater's going to have to carry this team too. I I don't know how I feel about him throwing the deep ball, and even even like if, if they had a good defense, I could see Teddy Bridgewater making this team like nine and seven. You know, kind of like a Tyrod Taylor type of guy. But, you know, they lost James Bradbury, who was able to actually, like, do a decent job against Julio Jones, Mike Evans, and Michael Thomas, considering how good all those guys are. And, you know, they, they got Derek Brown and Jeremy, Jeremy Chin in the draft, who I like a lot, but it's not going to fix the defense. And they lost Luke Keekley now, too. I mean, 
that their defense is awful. So I, I think they're going to have a, a tough first year with Matt Rule. I think they'll get better under Matt Rule, but first year is going to be tough. Agree. And it comes into the NFC West, and I think this is the most exciting division to check out. Um, I, I'm really excited for this division. Um, so for me, uh, I think it's really not it, – it's, it, it's not a no-brainer, but I think it's a pretty – you know, you know the Super Bowl runner-ups, uh, the 49ers, I have them going 13-3. and three. Um, I think the, they, they may have lost to Forrest Buckner. Um, you know, that's, that's a tough hit, but they got Javon Kingwa, and I think he – I love his story. I love his, his energy, his work ethic, and I think he'll really blow up this year, um, especially under that just amazing powerhouse of a defense. I think their offense – two is doing well I, I think i saw debu samuel is out for the first week um but i hope three oh three weeks okay wow yeah. so he's that's gonna take a hit um you know and the, and the 49ers you know they got jimmy g he's just he he, he i remember that great iron heights is like i'm a system quarterback and that's okay and and that's the thing like i think care you know he, he plays his position he plays how you know he plays his role and um and, you know, they, they, they lost, you know, they lost Emmanuel Sanders. They got Brandon Ayuk, who I, I really like. I am excited yeah. to see, you know, how he does. Uh, Travis Benjamin, not a big name, but he's still, you know, not bad either. You know, I think he can, um, he can you know, hang around. They kept a lot of their other defensive ends, you know, Donald Blair, Eric Armstead, you know. So, they're, they're, they're defense pretty well. Um, and even, um, you know, even, um, what's his name, Jimmy Ward. They lost uh, Marquise Godwin to the Eagles, and then he opted out, which stinks for both of them. But, um I, I like I like their um, I like their team I like their chances I think they'll definitely succeed in the um, in the regular season I think it'll be tougher in the division for them but I still think that they can um, you know compete very well against other teams and I mean they have George Kittle need I say more yeah. um, need I say more you know so um, and and also something that is really underrated uh, Jared McKinnon was out all of last year yeah um, and to pair him you know with Tevin Coleman and Raheem Morstat. It's going to be really nice. Um, I like I like that trio, and they probably have the best running back trio in the league because nobody has a running back trio, you know. And to have that depth that they do, I'm excited to see that. Um, so, I, I think that they'll be dominant. Um, coming in second, I got the forty, the Seahawks, the 49ers. I got the Seahawks coming in at second at twelve and four. I think they'll be right on their butts. I, I, I'm a little high on the Seahawks, um, but DK's coming into his uh, sophomore year. After a pretty good, you know, uh, rookie year, he looks even scarier. He switched from like, you know, super scary to like more mature, but he still is DK Metcalf. <laughs> Russell Wilson, yeah, Russell Wilson has carried this team on his back many a time, and he will continue to carry this team. Um, uh, even another guy that I think is another underrated guy, Will Disley, the tight end. He yeah. was out later in the season, and he's a good, you know, he's a good guy. Um, I think they 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 kept Josh Gordon, um, so if whenever he comes back, he'll be back you know Marshawn Lynch, or Lynch they lost you know Damian Clowney I don't even just nobody ever mentioned to Damian Clowney again because this guy is a joke like I, I don't know like he his his whole his whole career was like skyrocketed from not being double covered and having nobody because JJ Watt just drew all the attention so he got I mean I, he has some talent to his name but I just think he's you know just oh look at me um they have some good signings I know we, we talked about this last um in our podcast about this, you know, their offensive line looks iffy, their defensive line looks iffy, and that's a problem. But I think the offensive line should be a problem for Russell Wilson. He's still Russell yeah. Wilson. He can scramble, he can run, he can take hits, he can throw the ball. Uh, so I, I still think they're going to do well. And third, I got the Arizona Cardinals going nine and seven. Um, so very tough division, very competitive. Um, the Cardinals got had an amazing offseason. I'm not super sold, though, on everything yet. I think Kyler Murray looks good. I think, you know, having D-Hop's good. 
Um, you know, they have Chandler Jones and Isaiah Simmons. They had a really good, um, uh, what's it called? Off season, they get, they they lost David Johnson, but they got Kenyon Drake out of it, and um, so they, they they have some really good options. And I think that they just need to mess together. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury will be really uh, will really show his true form um, this year, and I think that they will go above 500. Kyler Murray have another good year, um, and yes, yeah, so I I like the Cardinals. I'm excited to see how they are. I'm heading to Arizona, so I better start liking them. <laughs> but uh, no, uh-huh. no, I'm not a bandwagon. Um, I just think that they'll do well. And then coming in fourth place is the Rams going six and ten. The Rams are weird. Um, Sean McVay, I still think he's pretty good. Um, but I think, uh, first off, Jared Goff started to, as soon as they lost quarterback coach Zach Taylor. So, you know, <laughs> just saying, Zach Taylor, you know, watch out. He's going to be great. But um, um, Jared Goff's kind of average, maybe a little bit below average or above average at times. He's like another Andy Dalton. Um, they lost um, Todd Gurley, but is that really a loss? You know, like you don't know. Um, they lost a lot of other people. They lost Greg the Lake, and I mean, <laughs> that's your whole team right there. So you might as well just retire. Um, they lost Corey Littleton, another hit to the defense. Dante Fowler Jr., another hit. Clay Matthews is washed up anyway, but he still, you know, he still had that veteran presence. Yeah. Um, they kept Andrew Whitworth, which I think is probably the only highlight of their <laughs> off season. Um, he uh, he's just a good guy. He'll keep you safe no matter really what. Um, they got Cam Akers. I'm excited to see how he does. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be able to blossom with this Rams, um, you know, team. Their offensive line isn't terrible. Uh, they have a great wide receiver core with Cooper Cup. They just re-signed him, I think. Uh, Robert Woods, you know. So, and they even got Van Jefferson. And we talked yeah. about this in our top five wide receivers in the draft. And I picked him as a, a sleeper. He's good. I think his injury isn't going to be a problem. And I think he will be a solid wide receiver three for the Rams. Uh, Hunter, how about you? It's funny. So what was your 49ers record? Uh, 13 to three. Okay. So literally everything is the same, except that the 49ers are 12 and four. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is crazy. I, have, I think it just means we're both right. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have the Seahawks winning the tiebreaker at 12 and four. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I really like, the Seahawks this year with, you know, um, obviously I think DK not having much technique or, you know, great route running last year. And I mean, he's just so fast and physical. It's hard to cover him. And Mm -hmm. the fact that he might be able to improve off of that is very scary for other teams. So I think he's going to have a big year. Tyler Lockett's a great, great slot receiver, obviously. Mm -hmm. They have like four tight ends who can contribute. I mean, Will Disney. Luke Wilson, Jacob Hollister, and now you're adding Greg Olson. That's that's a pretty pretty yeah. tight end group. I mean, they can all bring something different to the table. So I think that's going to be big. And you know, they have Chris Carson. They added Carlos Hyde, who's like a good power back. You know, he's still got some juice left in him. I think um, younger than most people assume. I think, but um, I think he's still a good good running back to have on the committee. And Travis Fulmer is kind of like a passing back. Um, you know, off, and like you said, the offensive line like. With Russell Wilson's scrambling ability, it's it's not like a huge concern. Mm-hmm. And then on defense, I mean, Shaquille Griffin's looking like he's becoming yeah. a pretty good corner. Like him a lot. Yeah, I didn't Jamal mm-hmm. Adams, which is, I mean, that's huge for this defense. Um, yeah. he, he's so good at dissecting plays and um, making defenses really, really work for their yards. I think that's going to be a big addition. So I have the Seahawks at 12 and 4. Second, I have the 49ers also at 12 and 4. Um, you know, Jimmy G again, I, I'm not like the biggest Jimmy G guy. I think a lot of it's what, what is around him, but at the same time, like he's 
is not really going to ruin the team. That throw he did miss in the Super Bowl was concerning because um, it, you know, it could have won the Super Bowl with that if he didn't made that throw. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Jimmy G is like good enough to get the job done in the system. George Kittle, I mean, he's amazing at blocking and receiving. The dude is a, a monster, literally laughing while he blocks another person. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, once Debo Samuel Classic. is back, I mean, that's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. Brandon Ayuk, like you said, I think he could be really good. And Raheem Mostert, I really like him. I think yeah. I think he's going to have a good year as maybe the primary ball carrier. And Jarek McKinnon, good shotgun running back. Who yeah, great. The Vikings a few years ago, too. Mm -hmm. Kevin, Kevin Coleman's another guy who can kind of share snaps with Mostert. So yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, mm -hmm. And then defense, I mean, just the monster they are. The yeah. fact that, I mean, Nick Bose is not even in his prime yet. I mean, yeah. He didn't put up big numbers last year, but he was always in the quarterback's face. Yeah. That scares me for other, other offensive lines. I mean, especially mm -hmm. the Dean Eagles fan with, you know, the tackles being injured some of the time. Man, I, uh, that, that game's a loss for me right now um, for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, the 49ers are just – the defense is just – the they're, they're amazing. That's all I, I don't know what else to say. Nine and seven for the Cardinals as well. Um, I think I think Kyler could real. I mean, obviously, like there's debate as to whether Kyler could have won rookie of the year, should have won rookie of the year or not. Regardless, I mean, he had a really solid rookie year, and I think I think there's a lot to work with there. And he's he's getting another weapon in D Hop, who can pretty much catch anything. Christian Kirk is a very nice wide receiver, and Larry Fitz is, has become a very good slot receiver in the second half of his career. Yeah. Um, they have Andy Isabella, who's like the fourth wide receiver, who's like ins insanely fast. Kenyon Drake is a very good running back, like you said. They added mm -hmm. a on defense. Jordan Hicks had his best year in the NFL, of course, the year, yeah. after, the year after he left the Eagles. He had the best NFL. <laughs> um, Baker just got an extension. I mean, he's a really nice yeah. player at safety. And I and that Byron Murphy at corner, who's um, a developmental guy. And then I think, is Pat Beat still there? Pat Peterson? Um, yeah, he's still there. Yeah, but okay. you never know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit older, but um, yeah, still like, and then Chandler Jones, mm -hmm. I think, is still on the team. Um, he's yeah, he's yeah, there. he's still there. And it's uh, fine, like you know. Yeah, I think they're I think they're a bubble playoff team this year. And then I agree. Um, the Rams six and ten. Look, I mean, mm -hmm. I know the Rams fanatics are already getting upset at us right now. Um, so annoying, like. When, oh, you, when yeah. you put out the Rams video, like a bunch of Rams fans just started. Uh -huh. I'm like, man. I didn't even mention Ramsey once, I think. I don't think I mentioned my dislike for him at all. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, you know, and regardless of that, like, so, you know, Jared Goff, even if he has – I think he could have a bounce back here because I think – yeah, I, I think McVay could maybe have a bounce back. I think McVay's offense is getting figured out a little bit because there's – Yeah. I don't, it kind of looks the same to me. It, it – I feel like they don't change it up very much. They have, you know, the the fake misdirection where they put a guy in motion, jet sweep, fake jet sweep, and all the, you know, all the reverses and everything. Teams are starting to catch on to that. Like they're not biting yeah. on all these fakes. They're figuring out how to attack it and you know just keep a man on each guy. Um, Cam Akers, like you said, I think could be good. I think Daryl Henderson could be could be also pretty good and get some carries. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, very good. Both can play in the slot. Both could get open pretty easily. And Van Jefferson, like you said, I think he's going to be a nice addition. I think, you know, I think there's a reason he went in the second round rather than when people expect him to go in the third or fourth. Um, excuse me. But, I, yeah, I think Van Jefferson would be very good. And 
Tyler Higby, I mean, he, he showed up last year. He showed he can be a solid yeah. end. And, you know, offensive line's not bad. The front seven is what I'm concerned about because outside of yeah. Aaron Donald, I mean, there's nothing there. And I, I think Aaron Donald will do his part, but I don't think he's going to have a great year again because mm-hmm. of the round. I, I think he's going to do everything he can in his power. I just yeah. don't – I think it really hurts not having – because now teams can just pretty much focus in on him and mm-hmm. you know, run – they can run the ball away from him, do stretch runs, stuff like that. Um, the second, yeah. especially with the secondary, um, they're pretty solid. You're going to want to run the ball against this team. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to get torched by the run this year. And I have a yeah. tough time. I have a tough time committing to them being uh, anything close. To, not anything. Well, they could be a playoff team, but again, I, I don't see them yeah. going so far. So yeah. yeah, that finishes up our standings. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and one thing I wanted to point is just tough when because when you become a star that draws the attention. Aaron Donald, Fletcher Cox, Geno Atkins, all these big tight defensive tackles, and then they get double covered. And if they have no support, then they're just going to dwindle down. Like you saw, you know, Donald this year. I think he was eight eight sacks less than he did last year, the year before that, whatever. And um, and you need someone to compliment. The Bengals got DJ Reader, um, so you know they'll they'll still focus on Geno, but then that's when the second star rises, and then it balances out. So. I can't speak for the Eagles. I don't know who their second star is on defensive tackle, they, but uh, yeah, they actually well last year they had the same problem with Fletch, and they added well Malik mm-hmm. Jackson was supposed to be that guy, but he got hurt last year, so they had the same problem. And Malik Jackson is healthy now, and they added Javon Hardy mm-hmm. from the Steelers, so it's like kind of the gotcha. Same yeah, hopefully we see some good stuff from them. So yeah, now we're gonna move into the playoffs. I'm gonna see if I can find the ESPN playoffs. Oh no. Just so you guys can get an idea of what last year's was, we'll go through our one through seven. Now, just to explain the little bit of the playoffs, um, they're adding a seventh position. So the first team, the first seed will get a bye, and then the second seed will play the seventh, the third will play the sixth, and then the fourth will play the fifth. So it's a little bit confusing. Um, so uh, we'll start off right with the American Football Conference. Don't know why I said that, <laughs> just AFC. Um, I'll, I'll start right off. I have uh, the Chiefs. Going into the first seed, I have them beating out the Ravens because they win the deciding game between the two. Um, I think the Chiefs' defense, offense, just everything. Andy Reid, he's gonna, he's not gonna have something for for Lamar. He's just gonna outscore him. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a Rams Chiefs game from a couple of years ago when it was just crazy. You know, I don't think it'll be that high, but I think like it'll be, it'll just be a battle. So I have the Chiefs going in one, and uh, of course the Ravens will then be at two. Um, the Ravens, you know, they're, they're going to do great in the regular season. We'll talk about the playoffs. In three, uh, the Bills, you know, they're coming in. Um, they're looking good. It'll be interesting to see how they do, how Josh Allen performs. Um, number four, got the Texans coming in. They have to finish there because uh, of the uh, divisions. You know, the divisions have to get one, two, three, four seeds. Then fifth, you got the um, the Steelers coming in. I think they look strong. Um, uh, I'm banking on Ben doing well. Um, six, you got the Colts. And then seven, um, you got the Denver Broncos sneaking in. Um, be able to barely sneak this one in. It could be a toss-up with the Patriots, um, but that's my um, my first seven. Um, Hunter, how about you? What do you got for your first seven? So I have the Ravens one just because I, I do have them beating the Chiefs. But, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that game could go either way. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, I think they're both going to go pretty far in the playoffs. So, I, yeah. One, well, obviously, one or two is a big thing this year now that there's not the bye week. But, um, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I'm not really like I don't have that big of an opinion on who's going to win that game between the Ravens or Chiefs. So like as long as they're one and two, I think um, that's what, that's just what I, I think it's going to be one and two Ravens Chiefs for me. Um, but as long as you have those two one and two, I really don't have any any big problem with it at all. Obviously, and then three I have the Bills as well. I really like them coming this year. 
Um, four, I have the Colts for me. And then five, I have the Patriots. Six, I have the Browns. And seven, I have the Steelers. That's my first seven. Nice. Um, and then I guess we can go to the NFC. Um, we can look at what last year's NFC was um, here. Uh, for me, I've got the Saints having the, the first spot. I have them beating the 49ers in the regular season. That's a toss-up game. I really think it can be one or one or the other, Saints or 49ers. Uh, so then, obviously, 49ers being second. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings going three. Um, and the Cowboys going four because, you know, again, the divisional thing, they have to be there. Uh, the Seahawks coming in at five, Packers at six, and then the Buccaneers coming in at seven. They're going to make it. Um, and um, so that's my, uh, my seven for the NFC. So for me, I have the Saints at one as well. I think after losing to the 49ers last year and that, that, that mm-hmm. kill play, I think they're going to want to win it this year. Yeah. Um, and then two, I have the Seahawks. Three, I have the Packers. Four, Eagles, just because I have them laying division, obviously. I'm an Eagles fan. Five 49ers. Six Buccaneers and seven Cardinals this year. So yeah, it's looking good. Um, so then I'll go get right into the um, the uh, I guess just the layout. So the Texans for me will play the Steelers. I have the um, Texans winning that one. I think just uh, I don't know. I just think the Sean will just have something up his sleeve. Um, then the Broncos and the Ravens plan. I think the Ravens will pretty much win this one. I think Lamar will snap his winless record in the. Um, in the playoffs, then the Colts and the Bills, this will be a battle of the defenses, and I think the Bills just have a better defense here. Um, so then the next – into the next round, um, the, the Texans will play the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, you, you saw what happened on Thursday. Um, <laughs> Chiefs are going to win this one. And then this one's a little interesting. The Ravens and Bills, I have the Bills winning this one. I just think that somehow the Bills are going to have Lamar Jackson's number, and I don't know how or why – I just think that they're gonna. Josh Allen's gonna go. Hey, I'm the better. I'm the better QB from this draft class, and he's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna. Um, he's gonna outshine him. So I, that's a that's an upset for me. I have the Bills. I'm really high on the Bills this year. If you haven't checked, carry into the next. Now, I just want everybody to be known. I didn't want to pick the Chiefs. You know, to win it all like everybody else is. You know, <laughs> I, I think that they have a good chance. Yeah. I just wanted to provide another plausible option. So the Chiefs yeah. and the Bills in the AFC Championship, and I have the Buffalo Bills winning this one and I know people are like what is he thinking Josh Allen has no playoff experience he lost to the Texans last year yada yada yada. and you're right he has very little playoff experience the uh, Patrick Mahomes is you know off of Super Bowl championship MVP two years ago but I think they may just get cocky or they just may underestimate the Bills and the Bills just like they do to the Ravens they're just going to have something to deal with Mahomes so I have the Bills heading to the Super Bowl for the AFC now I'll quick do the NFC for you um, and then Hunter can do his for the NFC, uh, the Buccaneers will be playing the 49ers. I think the 49ers will win this one, even though the Buccaneers will have the playoff experience with Brady. And I would love to see Brady's face when Jimmy G beats him in the playoffs and knocks him out. That would be priceless. Um, and then the Vikings and the Packers playing each other. Um, I think this is just me, you know, being high on the Vikings. I think that they'll be able to uh, defeat the Packers here and in, in, they'll have home field advantage. Now, I don't know if fans will be allowed or whatnot, but, um, you know, It'll be interesting. I think that'll be a very interesting thing. A lot of a lot of the picks were uncertain because home field advantage might not be as important here. Maybe it still will yeah. be in the Mile High Stadium with the Broncos because nobody knows how to play with that um, yeah. Yeah. altitude. Um, and then five and four seed, the Seahawks against the Cowboys. Um, I, let me say this. If the Cowboys make it to represent the East, I think the 
Uh, I think the Cowboys will lose to the Seahawks, but if the Eagles okay. make it, they'll beat the Seahawks because the Eagles just have, hate the Seahawks from what the dirty plays they played last year. I think yeah. that not only are they going to win this year in the regular season, but if they meet them in the playoffs, the Eagles are going to destroy the Seahawks. Uh, I don't have them in this. Um, I have the Seahawks winning this one. Um, then the four, the 49ers are playing the Vikings. Another upset, I don't want to just pick the Chiefs and 49ers at, <laughs> as the two finalists. So I'm picking the Vikings to win this one. Um, I think that Kirk Cousins is a better QB than Jimmy G. Um, that's about all I can reason it out. Um, Davin Cook is nice. He, he might be able to tear up that defense. And then the Seahawks and the Saints playing each other. The Saints are going to win this one. Um, so you got the Vikings and the Saints coming into the NFC Championship. And I have the Vikings. No, I'm just kidding. I have the Saints winning this one. Um, <laughs> no, you almost thought, that, yeah, I, I'm not that high on the Vikings. Um, I have the Saints winning this one. I just think they are just the better team. So the Super Bowl is the Buffalo Bills against the New Orleans Saints. And I so badly wanted to pick the Buffalo Bills, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I think Drew Brees is going to get his, uh, another ring here, uh, another well-deserved ring. Um, um, I think that um, they're just going to do well. Alvin Kamara, uh, Michael Thomas, their defense. So I have the Saints as the Super Bowl winners. Now keep that in mind. I probably think the Chiefs will win it, but I didn't want to be that guy. Um, I think this is another possible option. I'm a little high on the Bills, a little high on the Vikings. But I think the Saints are going to be one of the best teams this year. And I think that if the opportunity permits, they can poss- they can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. I, All right. Um, <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll go. I, I, um, so, I, again, like, I went with the, like, non-common option. I didn't want to just pick the Chiefs and 49ers again like everyone else will. Because the NFL, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, I swear we didn't plan this, but I have a lot of similar predictions. So, buckle in. Um but for so for my AFC wild card um, weekend, I have Chiefs Steelers. Chiefs are just a more complete team, much better, much better offensive attack. They're gonna shoot shoot out. Um, they're gonna win a shootout against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I have the Bills versus the Browns. Even though I have the Browns making the playoffs, I don't have them winning the first game. Uh, I really like the Bills this year too. I I think their defense. I think there's a couple guys who might have breakout years, and I think mm-hmm. they're probably one of the best secondaries in the NFL. And um, I, I, I have a tough time, especially if, if they have any fans there. Bill's Mafia is just going to win that game. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Up it on the tables, doing whatever they do. <laughs> Love Bill's Mafia. But um, mm-hmm. uh, then I have the Colts versus the Patriots, which would have been amazing if Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were playing. But it's a different mm-hmm. era. So I have um, – I do have the Patriots taking it, though, just because, again, I'm just a big believer in Bill Belichick. That's really all I can use to justify it. Um, mm-hmm. And then – Divisional round, I have Ravens versus Patriots because the Ravens were my one seed. Like you, I think Lamar's going to get off the schneid and finally win a playoff game, <laughs> losing his first two. I think I think he's just going to have he's just going to ball out, especially with the guys that opted out in my matchup for the Patriots. I think I think there's a small chance that they can contain Lamar this year. And then I have the Chiefs versus the Bills. I have the Bills winning this one. I think if any defense is going to stop the Chiefs this year, it will be the Buffalo Bills. Amen. Got, Got a very solid offensive line or defensive line, sorry, with um, Ed mm-hmm. Oliver, um, I think it's Matt Hughes, a couple other guys in there, Mario Addison, Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker. I'll talk a little bit about him later. But I really yeah. think Tredavious White, um, Levi Wallace, Micah Hyde, Jordan Boyer. What a great secondary. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get much. What a, that. It, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the rest of the linebacking core outside of Edmonds is good. Matt Milano and AJ Klein are really solid. So, um, Then I have the Ravens and Bills. I think Lamar runs into a little trouble here. I I think maybe Tremaine Edmonds can spy him and and contain Mm -hmm. 
And I think the Bills, again, if any defense is going to stop the Ravens, I think it's going to be the Bills. Um, and I think mm-hmm. this team is built around Josh Allen. They, they can mm-hmm. run the ball with yeah. Evan Singletary and Zach Moss, just run the ball, control the clock. You have, you have now number one receiver. John Brown is a very good number two. Cole Beasley is always open in the slot. And Dawson Knox is a very solid tight end. They have a good enough offensive line, too. And I think they're just going to pound the ball from the middle, control the clock, convert on third downs, and make it simple for Josh Allen this year. And um, if you bite on the run, play action. Josh Allen has probably the strongest arm in the league, and he's going to beat you downfield. So are the Bills going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> just like you. And I promise you, I swear we didn't play this. But um, NFC, I have the Seahawks and Cardinals playing. I like the Cardinals this year, but I think the Seahawks are really on another level, especially now that Russell Wilson doesn't have to like, completely carry the team. And until Josh Gordon comes back, Phil Dorsett is like a good downfield threat. He's very fast. So I like the Seahawks. I have the Packers and Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Packers. I just have a tough time picking against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. And, you know, yeah, I know it's Tom Brady, but something about Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, man, this time of year, he's a different animal. Then I have the Eagles versus the 49ers. <clears throat> Even though I have the Eagles making the playoffs, I, I, think, I don't think they stand a chance against the 49ers defense. They're just – an animal, so I have the 49ers winning that one, unfortunately. And especially being Carson Wentz's first playoff game, that's a tough way to, to – well, second playoff game, thanks to Vivian Clowney. But um, first – hopefully first full playoff game, but that's another conversation for another time. And I think the 49ers are going to win that game. All right, sorry, I had to pause it real quick. Um, but I'm back now. And so then we move on to the divisional round. I have the Saints versus the 49ers. I think the Saints will, will finally not choke this year <laughs> and, uh, and win, win that playoff game. You know, I like the 49ers. I think, I think the Saints' offensive attack really is, is built to go up against a defense like the 49ers. Then I have the Seahawks and Packers. The Seahawks lost to them last year, but I think the Seahawks are going to improve, and I think the Packers will pay for, for not exactly building, building around Aaron Rodgers a little bit more and getting another weapon. So then in the NFC Championship, I have the Saints versus the Seahawks. I think the Saints choke eventually. I think this is where they choke. And I think Russell Wilson will make it back to the Super Bowl finally after not running the ball. Um, well, Pete Carroll not running the ball on, on the two-yard line with Marshawn Lynch. I think they finally, finally make it back. So then my Super Bowl is the Bills versus the Seahawks. After losing four Super Bowls in the 90s, the Buffalo Bills win their first Super Bowl. Wow. Um, Josh Allen gets the job done, and it's going to be a nail biter. And um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, Tre'Davious White will make the game game winning interception, and um, he'll get another ten year contract. He'll get a ten year contract extension for forty uh, yeah. four four hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, the the Seahawks will. Well, no, actually, instead, the Seahawks will run the ball on the on the two yard line this time. But now they have Chris Carson and Cole Fumble as usual. So, but um, yeah, so I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm really wow. happy. But again, like, I just didn't want to pick the typical, you know, Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, even though they're likely to win it. 